0: Are you ready to get the clarity, confidence, and strategies you need to design your best life? I'm Richard Hazlett.
1: And I'm Natasha Hazlett. If you're ready to experience abundance in all areas of your life, then you're in the right place. Each week on this podcast, we're going to share with you the tools we've used to help thousands of people find their purpose and live their life by design.
0: So if you're ready to start the journey, head over to designyourbestlife.com and download your Clarity Roadmap when this episode is over.
1: Hey, y'all, welcome to today's show. Rich was just reminding me of a really cool story from a while ago. And so I've asked him to share with you today. Take it away, Rich.
0: <laughs> I, I'm laughing because we were talking about this episode being kind of like outside of the box thinking and and you said, well, I'll introduce you. <laughs> and, and I was like, no, that's my job. I always introduce you. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, now, so we were talking about how when we lived in, in Boise a few years ago, we were going out with some friends, uh, James Friel and Yada Golden. They kind of just planned what we were going to do. They didn't tell us what we were going to do. And we show up at this, uh, one of those escape room things, you know. <laughs> we get in there. It's one of these things where you have to, like, solve a puzzle. What It was like an hour or something. Yeah. So we get in there and we're like looking for the, at all the clues and stuff. And so we're thinking, all right, we're going to, we're totally going to get this thing. So we get, we get going we finally start solving some of the stuff, but it comes down to where like, like we're getting closer and closer and closer to the time and we still haven't solve this we got to the this end we like raced through the thing and then we got to this one segment of the thing that was like the last thing to solve and like none of us could solve it, it was so ridiculous like the, i don't even like remember what the when they told us what the way to solve it was it didn't even make sense i was like who knows we could have sat in there for like five hours and not gotten that but here's what's interesting while the three of us there were four of us there Three of us were like, we were literally, it was like beeping. It like tells you you're out of time, like in like one minute or whatever. And so, like I think there's like two minutes left. Natasha leaves and goes and just starts working on, like, there's like locks that you unlock and different things. So, we, we were trying to get the last numbers in a combination lock and we had to open like all the ones and then this, this final like series of numbers or whatever was what opened it and solved the thing and allowed us to escape the room before the, you know, the buzzer went off or whatever. We're literally down to thirty seconds. And we're and, and we're like we're like, man, we are never gonna solve this thing. We're trying everything in the world. We could not think of how to solve this thing. And all of a sudden and Natasha is like making all this noise in the background. And we're like, what is she doing over there? And they're like ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five. Four and all of a sudden, Natasha goes, "I got it! I figured it out!" And the thing goes boom, and like we had like two seconds to go, and you you literally cracked the code on the lock and saved it. Like you like got the uh, you know, got it open and they were, and the people that worked there were like, I can't believe you did that. Like you literally like just guessed a bunch of numbers and it happened to be right. And cause we could not solve the thing. And they were they cause they're like people watching you that work there. And they're like, you know, like laughing at us and like, you know, <laughs> checking out or like watching, watching what we're doing. And, 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 you know, just, I'm sure they see all kinds of ridiculous stuff when people are trying to solve the thing.
1: And I'm sure that they were thinking we need to take this girl to Las Vegas because <laughs> she just guessed the combination on the escape room. Well,
0: well I think it was what was funny is like uh, <laughs> we we were we were doing it th- thing for like an hour and like like everyone in there is like doing you know trying to figure out a way to like solve the the thing and James was real good at, at solving a lot of stuff and we get done and he's like man. Wait to way to steal my MVP award from me right at the end, Natasha. <laughs> it was hilarious, so I think that's a great story for like, you know, just doing what works for you to get stuff done, <laughs> regardless of the of, of the playbook of how you're supposed to do it
1: well it's it's truly thinking outside the box because everyone was so fixated that the only way that you could possibly crack the code was by doing this one piece of the puzzle. Kind of like there's only one way to introduce the show, and it's rich. (laughs) (laughs) And I just decided, what the heck? Like, what do I have to lose? Let me go in the back in the last minute and just start trying out different numbers. It worked.
0: What's funny is they literally said that you were the only person that had ever done that.
1: Which is, which is
0: hilarious. <laughs> it's just so funny that it was like literally, like I mean, I, I'm not even joking. It was, the clock was like, it was like making like noises and stuff and it was like beeping down.
1: And I was cool as a cucumber, <laughs> just cracking the combination. But you know what it reminds me of actually? It reminds me of the lines when we would go somewhere, whether it's, Disney World, the fair, whatever. Like a place where there are a ton of people in line. There's, let's say, five different ticket booths. And there's two super long lines. And then there's a third open window, and yet no one is there. And everyone keeps queuing up in the two long lines. I mean, I'm the person, and Rich, you are too, in fairness, that it's an open window.
0: Uh, just It literally just happened when my sister and I took my... Our daughter to the to the fair, and like literally, there was one wide open one, and it looked like maybe there was like something wrong, like it wasn't open or something. And I was like, "Well, I'm not standing in this line." I just walked up there, and the lady took my money, and I don't know what was going on. It's like nobody thought that was a line or something.
1: But that's the thing. That's the thing. Like it's it. I mean you would think that that is not, does not count as thinking outside the box. But when you see everyone else doing something and you just assume that that's the only way that it can be done, like you're missing out on opportunities, you know, it's, you know, I'm the only person that ever did it at that escape room because I'm the only one that was willing to say, you know what? There's gotta be some other way to do the thing. Well, and right? you, had, you
0: had nothing to lose at that point, but you know, I, I think when it comes down to like anything you're doing in your life or business, we're always told, you know, one of the, one of the greatest ways to, to have success is to look at what someone who's getting the result you want, look at what they're doing and model what they're doing. But the challenge with that is yes, to some degree that will help move the, move the ball forward, you know, like help you be able to, to get to a certain level. But the thing is you don't, know just by looking at, like, for example, in our business, like a sales page, you don't know what all is going on in that person's business, how they got to the point where they are, where they're offering what they're offering. So like, for example, we had someone, when we when we launched the 21 day challenge with unstoppable influence, literally someone copied it almost word for word and put out their own version of it and of course it didn't do anything you know it didn't didn't work because it was you know it wasn't them it wasn't authentic to them and and that's what happens a lot of times when when people try to focus so much on doing things exactly like someone else is doing and not trusting their own experience and and, and you know it's also like you hear about like franchise owners when they buy a franchise do it exactly the way the franchise says because it's already a proven system of success so I mean it's kind of like a you know a little bit of a contradiction like because in certain circumstances you should follow what works but understanding that there are there are the people that make huge impacts often are looking at the way things are and adapting their own version of something and taking that so like, I was listening to a podcast interview with Henry Winkler, the Fonz from Happy Days, and he was talking about how when he went to go read to audition for that part, he, he wasn't comfortable reading from the actual script when it whenever he would go on uh, auditions. So he was really big on memorizing the lines to the best of his ability, and then he would fill in the gaps when he didn't remember. He would just ad-lib kind of and play out so he said a lot of times people would complain and say, "Hey, you're not following the script." And he said, "I know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the essence of the character here." And a lot, and so he said a lot of times he would get the parts or whatever. But when he went in to audition for the Fonz, which ended up being like one of the most iconic TV personas, of, you know, of all time, he. Uh, went in there and and had memorized the script, but then he started just totally ad libbing and playing this he said it was everything that he was not when he grew up. He wanted to, he wanted to be the Fonz, but it was the exact opposite of what he really was. He was not he was like a person that didn't have a lot of self confidence and stuff. So I thought it was pretty interesting. Of course they loved they loved his way of doing it and they totally switched who they had in mind he was like the opposite of what they were look thought they were looking for they wanted like a tall blonde guy and he ended up being this shorter guy with dark hair or whatever but because they loved what he what he his adaptation of what that was
1: I love that and you know I I love that he was making it his own And, you know, a lot of times, you know, we have a lot of clients that are approaching retirement or they've recently retired and they're wanting to start a business. They always come and they're like, you know, what should we do? Like, what's the right answer? Like, what's the next step? And one of the things that I always encourage them to do is get ready to roll your sleeves up. You're in the kitchen of life and enjoy, enjoy the process of creation. Enjoy adding who you are to the mix. You don't it doesn't have to be absolutely perfect, especially when you're starting your own business from you know from scratch. It's not a franchise. It's a totally different gig so you get to think outside the box and and do things your way. You know, a, an example of of that in our business was back in 2018 after we published unstoppable influence, you know, everyone in the industry was promoting books a certain way. They were doing, you know, a certain free plus shipping book funnel. And that was the way that you got your book out there in a massive way. I thought about it. And I just an idea came to me about creating a, a 21 day challenge and and bringing the book to life. And, you know, and that ended up becoming a, a revolutionary new way of getting your message out there i mean it had existed before obviously it wasn't other people had done challenges before but it was it was a new and fresh way of doing it and and structuring it
0: yeah and we talked about it and i was like hey why don't we get your book in the hands of everyone who joins the challenge too so it ended up being like a great way for people the book to become like Well experienced, I guess you could experienced by a lot of the people that are coming in. So they're not just just taking the challenge, but also reading the book and getting involved and becoming like, you know, adopting that kind of lifestyle. Yeah.
1: And that wasn't because I saw like, you know, it it wasn't because I was following some cookie cutter recipe. It was being willing to think outside the box and design something new, a new experience for our clients and it worked out, it, it worked out well. And, and sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll realize that one way isn't the right way that you're going to, you know, it's not, it's not the right way. Not, not every time that you think outside the box is going to work necessarily, but every single time you're moving the needle closer to the final recipe, right? To the final cracking of the code, if you will.
0: And I I think that's where having a a foundational education in a certain subject matter or like for us, we had spent years studying marketing, doing lots of different funnels where we had a sales letter, for example, or doing a, a bunch of different lead magnets. So we, we had already kind of learned the skills required to then do that. And it's kind of like what in that same interview with with Henry Winkler he talked about like his his actual formal education and his training that he got was the the foundational basis for him to go out and always be able to lean on for him when he was going out like for example he said right after he got out of he went to Yale when he got out of Yale he I think that's what he said and when he got out and started auditioning for like off-Broadway parts he was supposed to be reading or um, he had memorized like Shakespeare lines like this big long soliloquy or something about you know from Shakespeare and he started going and totally forgot the lines and so what he did was just made up his own Shakespeare and and so the people were like wow that's pretty
1: brave man (laughs) oh my gosh that's so cool
0: and he said you know but but doing those things worked and he was able to you know he was able to get parts and stuff. So that's pretty interesting.
1: So I guess we're gonna issue a challenge to y'all today. What is something that, that you're wanting to do and how can you think outside the box?
0: Wait, we never do that on the show.
1: We always we always want to help you put the inspiration into action because as Mary Morrissey says inspiration without action is entertainment and we love to entertain you and we also want to help you get results here at the design your best life podcast so how can you think outside the box see you next time thanks for listening to this episode of design your best life if you're not subscribed already be sure to do that right now if you enjoyed this episode we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor and rate and review our podcast This lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people love our content. It would be a huge help and we would be so grateful. Be sure to head over to designyourbestlife.com and pick up the Clarity Roadmap. The Clarity Roadmap will help you get the clarity and confidence you need to take the next step to designing your best life. We look forward to you joining us next time on Design Your Best Life.